0: This is coffee number five. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman, and here today in coffee number five, we're so excited that we have Wendy O'Connor, Doctor Wendy O'Connor. She's joining us today. I invite you today to talk about something that, to me, is very interesting: how people change to be in relationships, like. I know so many people that they feel like they cannot be themselves to be with someone else. And you brought up a subject that I think is fascinating. So I'm gonna let ex-
1: let you explain it. Well, I'm so happy to be here. So thank you for having <laughs> me. You, you know, I adore you and all the work that you do. And you are just one strong woman. And uh, it's just great to connect with you. Um, and as you know, I'm very passionate about working with couples. And I do couples therapy, even with teenagers. So I know a lot of people will laugh and say, oh my gosh, teens. But, you know, I I see couples from teens all the way to their eighties. And it's really interesting to see what people struggle with, uh, you know, uh, along the different uh, stages in life. So I love when I get teenagers because that is such a, a beautiful young age of identity. Um, That's a stage where we're all figuring out who we are in this world, what our moral compass is, uh, values, morals, ethics, character. And, you know, sometimes in teenagehood, you can be a little confused. And so it's normal to kind of feel like you know who you are and then kind of get a little confused. Um, but, But to stay confused is a problem because then you kind of grow up. And then it might set the pathway for other romantic relationships. So it's very important to know your identity. So I always think about teenagers and a lot of girls will tell me, oh my gosh, my friend Susie, she went off with her boyfriend, she forgot us. She's not interested anymore. And so, you know, um, a lot of friends feel abandoned, like how could she just drop us and forget it? And then they'll break up and then Susie comes back to the group. And you know, um, it's it's about self esteem. It's about the attachment figures we had growing up. So if you had a mom who dated a lot, and you saw men come and go, that might set the path a little bit for you to do the same thing, or to do the opposite thing. So there's so many reasons why we we kind of change. Um, some people don't change in relationships. They kind of are who they are and, and they're that way through the whole life and each relationship. But when you get swept away with someone, um, it's important to kind of be aware of you know, oh, okay, I acted this way with this person. And then this person, I was a little bit more angry. Another person, I was a little bit more sexual. Another person, I was a little bit more quiet. So based on who comes into our lives, it's going to tap different things in us for emotions, Uh, you
0: know, like trust and intimacy. I just got stuck with Susie and that she left her friends and then she came back. And also that creates another um, effect in her
1: relationship with friends. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, if they're true friends, I think they will stay in her life understanding that she gets a little swept away, but that's not to say if somebody is not being a respectful, kind, caring friend, you have to take that either, you know, but we do get swept away in romantic relationships and, you know, I've done it and I'm thinking possibly you have done it, but I think, Young adulthood is different because young adulthood is intimacy versus isolation. So that's, can I really get intimate with someone or, or am I isolating? Am I avoiding? Am I not sharing who I am? Maybe I don't know who I am. So I'm just going to hide and be depressed or anxious or avoidant. Um, You know, in, in uh, adulthood, there's a stage called generativity versus stagnation. Mm -hmm. So you know are we generating or are we stagnant so again i always go back to identity the more we know who we are good self esteem good self care you know it's okay if we didn't have good role models growing up but then it's important to find some good role models you know who who looks like they're in love who looks like they know how to have a loving relationship
0: and how about um what i was thinking is those people who they don't have expectations for themselves, but they let their partner's expectations or family's expectations set uh, who they want to be. And then one day they realize, I don't want to be this, or I did this because that's what I I thought it was right. And not because it was my thought, it was someone else that it put in my head. So how do we break those paths, those thoughts that they are not ours, basically?
1: So this is a very important part of a relationship because I think you have to think about the stage uh, of development, like I said, you know, the age that we are. Um, cultural awareness is very important in different cultures. We can see different roles being played out. Um, you know, if 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 I go into a relationship and my boyfriend is kind of the parental figure. You might have a dad daughter dynamic going on. And then you might one day go, you know what? I don't want to be acting like his daughter. You know, he kind of talks like I'm a little kid. I'm an adult woman. Or maybe she's worked on herself. So she's feeling like she can assert herself more. And so then uh, you would once get empowered, and that can be through friends, through groups, through a therapist, through a life coach, and, you know, notice the behavior that you don't like. And like I said, really get clear on what looks like the relationship that you're interested in. What looks like a fully cooked adult. Um, often I'll have a lot of single women want to get married and they will pick what I call boys or guys. And they won't stop choosing boys, the the bad boys or the players or <laughs> The, the wounded, we gotta to, got to rescue them, oh my gosh, but he's so cute, but he's so depressed, I can fix him. So somehow that was possibly a dynamic growing up with that person, and so we wanna be able to heal in those areas so that we can get a healthy relationship where two fully cooked adults can be together.
0: And as an adult, can you renegotiate those relationships? I'm a big believer that you can, that you can talk, and create new roles for any kind of relationship, but how would you say that we go about it? How would you do it? There are any steps? How is first understanding it? Then how do you act? How do you go? Okay. um I, I don't want to have this relationship anymore. How, how do you do that? I mean, so that's it. A- yeah go ahead sorry no no there's any process any recommendation that you will give anyone who needs to change a relationship with couples i believe relationships are couples are not only uh, partners they can be
1: also parental figures or friendships absolutely yeah well first you have to identify it what's not working in my life and you have to take responsibility. You have to own it. Instead of being in denial, you have to say, okay, this is not working for me. Um, but the number one reason why a lot of people stay in bad relationships or they're not getting their needs met is for fear of the future. What will that look like? Oh, my gosh, I'm going to be alone. Oh, my gosh, I'm scared. You'll always hear people say, that I'm so scared. And then when I say, what are you scared of? They'll say, I, I don't want to be alone well, you could be more alone in a bad relationship than you are in being single by yourself, you know? So you have to be aware, you have to take responsibility, you have to take a deep breath and and have a good support system. And like I said, there's groups, there's therapists, there's self-help books, Um, but not all the time. I'm not, uh, you know, self-help books can be tricky. Sometimes they can help you and sometimes they can snowball into more anxiety and, you know, make you feel uh, more vulnerable than you were before but yeah, I need to be the, the right book for you at the, that right time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, now, I mean, technology is amazing. Everything's online. Mm-hmm. So you can just Google, you know, what are the things to empower you? Um, you know, there's so many wonderful uh, articles and blogs and videos of YouTube out there. So uh, you know, the, the information is there, but a but lot how of How do you go, sorry about
0: that. How do good. you go about going to someone and say, this is not working for me. And can you, renegotiate that relationship without breaking the relationship there is always a risk of breaking the
1: relationship yeah yes I do couples therapy all the time and basically couples come to my office either to break up and have kind of a witness there or somebody supportive and a neutral person or to really get down and dirty and roll up their sleeves and say let's work on this and let's have a little bit of willingness you don't have to have hope because i can hold the hope until someone else can but they have to be willing to work on it and often one person will work on it and then the other person doesn't want to work on it so we can't go anywhere with that but if two people want to work on it even if they're depressed even if they're anxious even if there's been infidelity Um, definitely you can work on it. And there are definitely, you know, some positive, healthy things that you can do to make the relationship stronger, but you have to own it. You have to say, this is what I do and I want to change. And, you know, I think the other thing is that people get into relationships with the capability of who I believe you can be. And when you do that, that is a red flag. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, well, he's a law student he's going to be a famous lawyer one day. So I'm just going to stick in it. You know, I'm going to just stay in this relationship and, and then, you know, what happens a lot of times, right? You hold their hand through school and then maybe they become very, you know, successful and, you know, sometimes they've grown and you haven't grown. And so that's a little tricky. Um, But, you know, there's many different ways that, that people can work on relationships together and heal them.
0: Well, I have so many questions for you in this subject, but also I heard the other side of the story. Many people saying, um, I can do better.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yes. And you know what, Laura? A lot of times you can do better. You can. You know, it depends on your intention. It really is about short-term goals and long-term goals. And I know that sounds like fluffy therapy work, but honestly, if you can't see it, if you can't name it, You can't visualize it, then we don't. Then you're just going to get what I call chop suey. You're going to get a whole bunch of stuff that that is just kind of whatever. Like, okay, I wanted someone tall, but I guess it doesn't matter. So then you're mad that you're with somebody short. You know, if you want someone tall, whatever. It's not for me to judge if that's one of your characteristics. Go for it. If Often I'll say uh, I'll have women who say I want to be a stay-at-home mom and I want I just that's what I love I love children I love to work in the community, you know want to be active in the schools great but then don't date someone who's a mechanic who can't take you for anything but a slice of pizza then don't come back and be mad at them because you really want the fancy restaurant in Beverly Hills and fancy cars and diamonds and a stay-at-home mom unless you are willing to work and make that stuff happen for yourself. You know, so a lot of times if women say, this is what I want and, and, and I'm okay, you know, I, I want to go for it, then you have to do the steps in order to get there. And some women say, I don't care. I'm, I'm the breadwinner and I have a lot of strong, incredible women that I see. And the husband stays at home. He raises the children. He enjoys gardening. He hangs out with the fellas, um, you know, plays pool. So, so they're okay with it. It's just about good, healthy communication.
0: Uh, and at the end of the day, it's all about how you market yourself to go and get what you want. Absolutely. So yes. that's we're going to a, a territory that I feel a lot more comfortable with, that is marketing. And yes. let's talk about how you can market your mind, how you can market yourself to put yourself out there and go and get what you want. Because many times we dress apart, that makes us feel better, Uh, we put as a woman in makeup, maybe high heels, you do whatever you need to do to make yourself comfortable. But sometimes you are just
1: pretending to be comfortable. Right, right. And people pick up on that energy. So if you're not authentic inside, people will pick up that vibe. You know, I know lots of people who have struggles with social anxiety. And so, no matter where they go, no matter how great they look, no matter how many 90 dates they've been on or social interactions, you still, if you're white knuckling life and you're so nervous and you're so anxious and you're looking at the floor the whole time, that is going to be a a vibration people are going to pick up. And it's a message, you know. So, it's important to kind of clear that up so you can go into the world and take a deep breath and give good eye contact. And I always tell people, pick up your head, look at the beautiful sky, Um, you know, just simple little things so that they, they feel better. And when you feel better, you know, the whole world really resonates with you, at least I think so. And so whether you're wearing makeup or not, you know, and I think you and I talked about this another time, you know, I've got the fancy videos that I paid a lot of money for. And, and and I can't read off the prompter to save my life. And then, and then I've got the, you know, hair up on a ponytail, no makeup. And I'm driving in a car with a plaid shirt. And those are more of the videos people like. And, you know, we talked about that. And, And yeah, but it's also you like, you know, I want to find the bright light in people. You know, in Judaism, um, there's something in the beautiful um, synagogue in the Torah. It's called the near Tamid, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the bright light. And I just remember that all, all my whole life is about really helping people get that bright light. And if you don't have it, people shouldn't worry, you know, because a lot of times they say, oh, I just am who I am okay well with that negative attitude yes but you know you can if you if you have willingness you don't have to believe it but if you have willingness to change i or any good professional or even loving friends can help you to find that bright light a lot of times it can even be i know this sounds silly but um an emotional support dog you wouldn't believe how many animals bring on that incredible beautiful bright light that makes you feel better and then you go into the world and your soul is filled and then who notices other people and they want to come up to you and say hello to you or you want to ask them a question so i love the whole singles world and dating world and couples world it's 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 workable i think that's why i love it so much too it's absolutely uh, it's something That is tangible, and you can you can work it, and and you can see results. And I I I think that's why I love it so much. It's so fiery and reactive, but it's workable.
0: Yeah, I I kept thinking about the light and about how can you identify that you lost that light. How can you? uh, Because it's hard to accept. I don't have it there. I don't have it here. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how to find it. Where do you start?
1: Well, again, it's what you just did, identifying it. You know, a lot of times other people will identify it. Family will identify it. Friends will identify it. Um, you know, pay attention to the people around you. If people are asking you all the time, are you okay? What's wrong? Um, why are you so sad? Did I do something wrong? If everybody's taking your temperature all the time, it's kind of a red flag,
0: you mm-hmm. know?
1: And, and, and then if you are not sure how you're feeling. If you have a big question mark in life, that's a good indicator. That's a red flag. Okay. It's not, it's not awful, but if you're lost, it's okay. There are people who can help you, but, but I think people get really scared. They just feel like that's their destiny. I don't have it. And so it can't be fixed. It can absolutely be healed and repaired. And, 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 um, and often people will come into therapy for one issue, but, you know, having a good person really observe it, they'll identify it and they will pull it out and you and um, here's another thing if you're not getting your needs met, if you're just not happy in life, that's a red flag mm-hmm. and and I'm not saying you don't have to be a trauma baby because I grew up with a lot of trauma mm-hmm. and I work with tons of people who have trauma and they feel like damaged goods you know but The thing is, is, you know, when you're not feeling okay, or, you know, when you're not happy, or some people have just kind of been living a certain type of life, but not like enthusiastic, charismatic, excited, and they don't even know what that feels like until we start getting in there and clearing the clutter and then helping them to really feel what joy feels like what a beautiful, you know, sunny day at the beach or, or loving a beautiful puppy or a kitten.
0: Yeah, and also it's the great feeling after you're in the other side of feeling that you went through it and you came out better in the other side. And then there is something else that you can work on yourself to even get to a better level.
1: Yeah, and then once you get to that level, anything less is really not acceptable, you know? And and if, you know, a lot of times women will say, oh, I date down. I date, you know, like and instead of dating up, I date down. I mean, listen, we're all humans and we are beautifully emotional and, uh, and messy and it's chaotic and there's a lot going on in the world right now with, you know, politics and technology and there's a heaviness that is just so intense right now in the world. Um, so... So it's important to take our own temperature and, and feel when we feel um, light and when we feel that heaviness so that we can, we can know what to do, which direction to go in. You don't need to know everything, but just, I feel bad. I want to feel good. I feel sad. I want to feel better. I feel really happy and I want to be with other people who make me happy.
0: Yeah, and you just mentioned about acceptable. It's not acceptable that I do this. It's not acceptable that I, I let myself be like this, or I let myself date this kind of person. What about when we stop accepting ourselves with those behaviors? Do we stop accepting other people's behaviors to- towards us? Well, you know, hand,
1: or is gonna go? is a different path. Well, so. Um, When one person changes in the relationship, uh, it's called homeostasis and it sets off the homeostasis. So when one person changes, it's inevitable, everybody else its like lighting a candle of different flames. It's just, it's like dominoes. When one person changes in the family or the relationship, other people are just, they have to change for better or for worse. If one person recovers from being an alcoholic or is in recovery, And the other person isn't that's going to be a major conflict could they be okay sure they could be okay it's gonna it's it's like negativity it's like black or white on and off it can work but it's going to be hard you know so the healthy person is going to want a healthier lifestyle um you know the the person who has gone to school and worked on personal development or education may want someone who is highly as educated as they are maybe not but you know again it's it's important your happiness some people are fine somebody can be a neurosurgeon and be with you know someone who works at a greeting card store and they can be in love it doesn't really matter so it what matters is happiness and and love so great I mean
0: it's so great to have you here and I'm sure I'm gonna to have to call you back and to come back because so many more questions are gonna come back and people after listening this um, it, this is fascinating to me and thank you so so much for coming today and we're gonna of course put all your information in here in the information of the podcast so people can see all your lives and videos in Facebook and You keep giving all these amazing tips.
1: Well, thank you. And I love, I just love sharing things that are helpful to people, whether it's couples, individuals, but um, you know, there's many layers. There's, you know, especially in relationships like, like love, sex, money. I definitely would love to come back and talk a little bit about sex and money because those two top things that can make or break a loving relationship.
0: Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Let's make that a date. And next time let's do it with coffee also. Yes. Thank you so much. Nice okay. To you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye, Laurie. Was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao, ciao.